Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio, the podcast for real financial advisors all over the planet. And this is part two of a series on reality-based financial planning. Now, I've done an intro in part one, so if you haven't heard those, you may want to go back and listen to them. This is a subject I get fired up about. I've been thinking about it for a long time, and I'm trying to sort of put some framework around it for you that would be useful. I'm including very specific tactics, even word-for-word scripts, as I'm role-playing with clients in this. So go back and listen to the intro in part one. Part two, so part one, step number one in reality-based financial planning is make a guess. That's step number one, make a guess or take a guess. Part two, once we've made a guess, right? We've built a plan, we've made a guess, we now take a step forward. And all that really means is we move in the direction. So imagine as we described earlier, we have met with clients, we've had this, we've built all the, we've done all the foundational conversations where we now are at the point where we can talk about these things, this big scary thing called goals. We give them permission to relax a bit by using the word guess. We walk them through that using some of the specific scripts that I gave you in the last episode. And now what it's time to do is just explain like now what we're supposed to do is take a step forward. And here's why this is so important for clients. We, look, Mr. and Mrs. Client, what I've laid out for you is where I think, you know, based on all of our guesses, if I were to, if I were able to take and I would draw this on the whiteboard or a piece of paper, if I were to say, here's where you are now, and I would draw an X, we've sort of made a guess at where you want to go. And I would draw sort of up and to the, up and to the right, I would draw a Y. Here's where you are, where you, here's where you are today. And now we've made some guesses as, as to where you want to go. And what we've put together here on this piece of paper is a straight line between where you are today and where you want to go, right? It's a straight line. Now, what I know for sure is that your lives are not going to work out that way, right? It's, it's not going to be a straight line. I, I wish, and, and often, in fact, that's, let me just... You just mentioned something. That's often what our industry is selling. When we, we become sellers of certainty, it's often that we're selling that straight line. And, and that's why I think you find that people are frustrated with our the traditional financial planning industry. They're frustrated with it because they're like, they know intuitively it never works out that way. Anybody who's ever had a financial plan and never updated has been disappointed because it never works out that way. I mean, sometimes they've been ecstatic because it worked out way better, but most of the time they're disappointed. It never works out that way. So often what we're selling is that straight line. So we tell the clients, look, I would love to give you, I mean, man, I wish I could give you (laughs) a straight line experience. Here's where you are today. I know where you want to go for sure. And I know all the tools we're using are going to get you there, but that's not reality. You know, you and I both know that's not reality. So what we've done here is we've built a plan I want you to think of it, Mr. and Mrs. Client, like a flight plan. You know, when every pilot I've ever met, I've asked the question, do you build, do you sort of write a detailed flight plan before every flight? And every pilot I've ever met, except for one who I'd never fly with, has said yes, All right. My next question is always the same, and I always get the same answer. How often, Mr. Pilot, Mrs. Pilot, how often, does the 
flight go exactly according to plan? And the answer is always never, right? It never goes like we take off and the wind's a little different than we thought, right? We, we you know, Whatever, all those variables that they had to guess at in the flight plan, one or two of them are not, they don't get the, they probably don't get any of them right. right. They're close, but they don't get any of them right. So they're constantly course correcting. They're minor course corrections, but they're constantly course correcting. It's not the flight plan that mattered, it's the pilot. Now, of course, the pilot still does the flight plan. So what we've done, Mr. and Mrs. Client, is we've put together a flight plan here. Now what it's time to do is we're gonna move in that direction. We've outlined a couple of things we need to do, and you would sort of outline a couple of the goals, like, hey, we're gonna make sure that you save $250 into each kid's education account, and you're fully funding your your retirement accounts, and and we're also gonna refer you to a good attorney to get your estate, your, you know, your, your, your legal documents drafted, right? But what's important is that we get back together. And then you can insert whatever the right interval is for you, right? Like some advisors I know, that's an annual, a big sort of state of the plan meeting once a year because they don't want to interrupt their clients all year long. Others feel like getting together with their clients once a quarter. You know, whatever it is that works for you. And and it also may depend, right? Early in a relationship, you may be getting all together more often because you've got more to work on. And once you knock out all those big things, the estate plan, getting accounts set up, you know, all of tax issues, all that stuff, then maybe you go in more into ongoing maintenance mode, right? So whatever the right plan is, you're going to say, that's why we're going to get together six months from now. Right? Now, it's really important, Mr. and Mrs. Client, that you understand something. If anything changes, we've out, we've made a best bunch of guesses as we talked about last time. We made a bunch of guesses here or assumptions in this plan. If anything changes that's material, let me know, right? This is an emergency room medicine, so it's not like you're gonna die if you don't let me know right away, but yeah, it'd be important for me to know. And here are some ideas of what that would be, right? You, you, you inherit some money, you sell a business, things don't go as well as you planned at the business, something changes with your kids, you know, any of those variables that you could sort of outline for them. Now, what we're going to do is we take a step forward. We take a step forward because it's only in taking a step forward and moving towards the guess that we'll inevitably get to step three, which I'm going to mention in a minute, but I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll walk through in detail in the next episode, but I'll mention here. As we take a step forward towards where we think we're headed, will receive new information. So taking the step forward and explaining that process of, yes, these are guesses, but that doesn't make them invalid. And yes, this is a process, but part of the process is building that straight line. Oh, and by the way, back to the drawing, right? You have why, I sometimes label that why I often write in the bottom left-hand corner of a piece of paper, I'd often write current reality. And then in the upper right-hand corner, I would I would write, you know, goal. And then in parentheses now, I often put below it, guess. You draw the straight line. You talk about how many people, you know, many sort of fake financial advisors are sellers of certainty. <laughs> and they're selling you this straight line. And you and I both know the straight line doesn't exist. Yet I've prepared in this document what I think will be your straight line. But I'm here to tell you it's not going to work out that way, right? That whole conversation. It's going to work out more like this. And then you draw a line that goes from above and below the line and it narrows in. 
So it gets increasingly close to the line. It narrows in as you get closer to the guess or the goal. And then of course you can even mention like, and we also know this goal may change. Where we're actually headed may change. And when that changes, we'll incorporate the new information. So in many ways, this reality-based financial planning, reality-based financial planning is a process of being less wrong over time. Instead of just pummeling people <laughs> to be right up front, it's a process of making a guess and being less wrong over time. I've got a friend of mine that runs a, a tech startup in St. Louis, and he mentioned to me one time, and I'm going to use his language. Um, he mentioned to me one time, he said, my business and business partner and I think of our entire business plan could be summed up by the statement, we just want to suck we just want to suck a little less tomorrow, right? So being a little less wrong is what this is all about. And in order to do that, you've got to take step two, which is take a step forward. So that wraps up the second step in reality-based financial planning in this series. We'll move on to step number three. And as always, let me just mention one more time, I love hearing from you. So if you have thoughts on this process, the email address to use is hello at behaviorgap.com. Hello at behaviorgap.com. By the way, for all of my good friends outside the United States, behavior is spelled without a U in that email address. So behaviorgap.com, just I-O-R at the end, .com. I read every one of those. I can't reply to everyone, but I do read them. So I want you to know I really, really value them. So thank you, and we'll talk to you soon.